What's up everyone, this is your host Chrono here with another episode of Salt Shakers. This episode isn't your normal everyday event. BAM 10 just happened and I wanted to touch base with some of our local talents that participated in the event. Join me on this journey as we will be talking about the good, the hype, the upsets and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if this is something that's up your alley, don't go away. Okay Tom, time's running out. Let's go to the character selection screen. It's podcast time. Welcome to the Super Salt Shaker Podcast. Chrono. Get ready for the next podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of Salt Shakers. Uh, today I have Neil and... Hi. Cornwallis. How's everything going, guys? Yeah, good, good. Oh my god, man, this is like so bad, man. I just, uh, we, we, we were like halfway through the conversation, and then I just realized that uh, I didn't press the record button. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that was my bad. But no, let's let's just start again. Let's just sort of recap as to what we were talking about. So, how, how's what everything going, guys? What were we talking about? What were we talking about? <laughs> no, everything's good. Every, yeah. Pretty much done everything. Yeah, shush, man, shush. <laughs> uh, but as I was saying, um, you know, before, as uh, you know, because yeah, with, with Bam going yeah, on, we had a really um, good time at Bam. Had a really good time at Bam, and um, you got to meet a lot of people, away. Eh? Mm. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. No, there were lo- loads of people. You know, every lots of the Melbourne guys. Yeah, I was just saying, actually, before we started, before we started doing the. The interview that you didn't record. That um, <laughs> oh, we're just gonna keep like, this going. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like lots of the Melbourne guys were just like super hospitable and you know just really really friendly. You're talking and, about Gunmo, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you meet Gun? Did you meet Gunmo, Fergus? Or so yeah. I, yeah. To be honest, I wasn't. I'm not good at putting like handles to to faces, it's, but Gun, I'm pretty Gunmo's, sure I did. Gunmo's his name. I think that's how you. Pronounce oh, it. yeah. Is but, it actually right. Gunmo? Oh, okay. Hmm. Wow, okay. I yeah. actually thought that that was a handle. No, no, no. It's, yeah. it's his name. Or, it was or, actually or, so... It's pronounced, it's pronounced differently. It was so, so funny because Gunmo plays probably, on PC, right? Yeah. But um, one time he actually... He opted into our tournament, like our, our PC tournament. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Sort of the fortnightly ones. Yep. And he was lagging out the you know, half of the <laughs> people that entered... Oh, so, so pretty much in the chat, everyone was like saying lagmo, lagmo. So I was just like, okay, you guys want to change it to lagmo? Let's change it to lagmo. <laughs> so, like it was a change in the brackets and everything. But no. no, it's actually good that you were telling me about like you know his hospitality. He was actually making sure that everyone was okay. Well, it was, it, you know, it's like I got I got there a little bit early, right? So I got I got there on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and I was staying with staying with my brother, sort of out of town. That was Glenn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. My Does he Glenn. still play? No, nah, not really. Oh, I mean, we that's did such play, a shame. We did play a tiny bit, but yeah, he's he's he plays different games now. He plays card games, plays Gwent and Hearthstone and stuff like that. Oh, Hearthstone's all good. Oh, he's kind of he's kind of gone off. He's kind of gone off Hearthstone. Oh no, he did uh, too. You know, too too much RNG. Yeah. For, but anyway, well, card games are always about the RNG. Well, I don't know. Listen to him talk about this Gwent game. He's he says that's the new thing. Oh, okay. Is it on PC or phone or anything? Uh, it's on PC. 
It's on yeah. PC. Okay. Yeah, it's on PC and PS4. Oh, okay. Actually. Okay, it's a cross-platformable. Um, pass. I don't actually know that much about it. But okay. It's pretty. It's cool. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Um, yes. Yeah, so sorry. Anyway, on with the story. Uh, so so Gummo messaged me like before I got to Melbourne and was like, "Hey man, you you know that's awesome. You're coming over. Do you want to have some casuals on Wednesday night? Have some dinner and stuff." And you know, just just he just introduced me to a few of the local guys like um, Yuvin Brownman. He's like he was one of the commentators and kind of big um, stick aficionados in the Wellington and uh, the Wellington Melbourne scene. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I ended up catching the same train home with him like pretty much every night, and we just always sort of talk talk about Tekken and esports and shit like that. And um, you know, and then I got some got some games in with. Uh, with Tin Lee Min Ho, who's super good player, like he's a, he's a mm-hmm. killer, you know. So it was cool. It was cool that I got to play him actually outside of the tournament, you know, before before everything got too crazy. Yeah, yeah. But and and then seeing him beat Kudans was just like oh, it was. It was yeah, awesome. I heard that that was really high. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because he's you know he's such a he's such like a he's such a mellow dude and he's kind of real chilled and just you know he's really good. But he's just like, it looks like he's just really casual about it. But yeah, he, know, yeah. he knows heaps. You know, he, he just knows, knows, stuff, knows the he game. Knows, he knows the, the game really yeah. well. Plays with heap, heaps of confidence. Mm-hmm. Really good timing. All sorts of stuff. But the thing, the That's thing. A, oh, sorry. I was gonna say the the thing. Well, I was just gonna. Yeah, yeah. No, you go. You go. Sorry, man. My audio is cutting out a bit actually, so it's kind of hard for me to hear. But what I was gonna say is that. Um, him and Kudan seem to have kind of similar-ish playstyles. When you watch that match with him using his paw against Kudan, they both just sort of had, I don't know, just sort of funky timing kind of playstyles. Both just dashing each other's face, not doing much. And yeah. Hanging around, random, wait for two seconds, and then do a big death fist. Like, just stuff like that. And it was really, actually, awesome to watch those two. Yeah. That I was mean, super good. That's the, that's the new thing. It used to be, it used to be like, you know, kind of sidestepping at range zero and... <laughs> And like down for towing. I mean, that's that kind of that still happens. It's still really effective. But I think now nowadays there's kind of a lot of just um, dashing and timing and using less less ten frame and more kind of uh, big slow, slow, slower moves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. kind of a random random example. But in, anyway, the one thing I wanted to say about Gummo and kind of what made Bam so great as a tournament is that he was. He he was so much of like a a liaison for the international players, especially the Korean players. It was like you know he was he was kind of like constantly helping them out. He was picking up dudes up from the airport, showing them around the city. You know he was just kind of like the kind of the go-to guy if if any of the local like the the tos needed to say something to the Koreans or if the Koreans he'll know, be there to if, translate if they, if, they, if they weren't happy about something or yeah, if they yeah. want you know or. And, and just to kind of introduce them to people as well, mm-hmm. to be the, the kind of go-between guy. He was just so good at that. And it was like, that was, that just made the tournament awesome. Made it awesome for the, for the international. So he was, you're saying that he would be kind of like the MVP of, of the tournament there? Oh man, there were so many, there were so many MVPs. There's so many MVPs. Mm-hmm. He, he was kind of like, you know, he, he was awesome, but there were so many, there's so many other people mm-hmm. just like putting in crazy amounts of work. You know, yeah. it takes a, takes a village to it was really really <laughs> smoothly run eh? that yeah, tournament was totally. really smoothly is it, is, run like, okay uh, let me let me ask you guys this 
with this tournament there, uh, were there any delays or anything? Or was everything mainly run on time? Or would no, it all... ran, I was just about to say that it ran 15 minutes over on day one. Oh, and, that's and not then, bad. And then that was it's it. Not like, it's not like, um, you know, it's a tournament here in New Zealand where it's like runs oh, one yeah, or two no. hours over. No, they had, um, they did have to play a lot of stuff off stream. Mm-hmm. Like they played <clears> some of, um, uh, some of Loser's top eight off stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Yeah, some really good matches were off stream, which, which always kind of sucks. But actually, it was funny to see what was going on on the screen, and then everyone was crowded around one setup in the back where, you know, um, some Aussie was playing a Korean or something like that, and it was just, you couldn't even see the screen because there was just too many people crowded oh, around I know. It, but no one was actually watching the match that was on the stream. Yeah, it was, it was like, I, I remember really specifically, there was it was like Saint versus Knee. Uh, so, oh, was it Saint versus... No, no, it wasn't. It was Saint versus JDCR on stream mm-hmm. and I looked over and like the seats were like half full but everybody was crowded around watching um Navid Chand NY versus Rangchu that's a ra- Rangchu yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it was like there was you could not Super see the hype is it it was like you could see just kind of an eighth of the screen sort of <laughs> you could see like an eighth of a health unless bar. you sort of had to like stand up like you know on like a chair or something <laughs> yeah. yeah, people were bringing in chairs. They totally had chairs there, and they were just trying to get an angle. And it was it was crazy. Actually. Just bring like a step ladder with you to the tournament. Yeah, may as well. Eh? Got it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Some of the some of the hypers matches happened off stream. Yeah, and and actually, like we were saying before, um, well, the best thing about tournaments like that is is the uh, watching underdogs do well. Mm-hmm. You know, that just that gets the crowd going crazy. You know, I guess that's the reason yeah. why you know you have people like um, like the likes of you know in New Zealand you have people the likes of let's say Hani Hani Mohani mm-hmm. like he gets the crowd like behind him every mm. single time especially like I mean he got it he got them going uh, last year in Red Zone Rumble mm. this year in Garden of Might he mm. was you know the big guy that everybody cheered for it was cool it was yeah, cool it's cool he's the hometown hero and that's what it <clears> should be. Who was the hometown? Kind of, yeah, who was the hometown hero over there? Do you think, Burgess? Over there, uh, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't know. I think I think everyone was behind Naveed, mainly because he was the um, the the Aussie that went the furthest. But I guess yeah. when it came, when it came to the tournament, no one was seemed to really be caring that much about which part of Australia or New Zealand you were from. It was more about um, whether or not you were an international player, and if you weren't, then everyone was cheering for you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because you were by default an underdog. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, and you were also, you guys were also telling me about um, before when um, when there's like a tournament going. Oh, sorry, no, when there's a match going on stream or when everyone's watching, um, you'll have the most hype moments. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm talking about what chimpanzee moments. <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, there was definitely a moment. I think I think it start. I think it started when like. I think Aiken was playing against somebody, and they were both down to like you know, ten percent life. Yeah. It was just one of those classic like Tekken clutch moments, and then the whole crowd just starts. Somebody just starts like going woo, 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 like like a chimpanzee, and then the whole crowd just started doing it, and it must have been like so. Oh, that would have been viral. So distracting, eh? But it was like it was so hype. It was so funny. I saw a meme like um, it just you started know, screeching, you know. Yeah, I saw a meme before when they were doing that. So it's not chimpanzees. They had a picture of a goat. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know how they go? Ah, ah, <laughs> 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 shit! 
Yeah, so pretty much at the big tournaments, when it gets hype, everybody starts making animal noises. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, we also saw that one with uh, JDCR versus um, Jamie. Zazob uh, that on was stream. A good match. And that was so that was funny because I watched that I watched that through avoiding the puddle. Oh yeah. 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 And um oh my god, like Aris just ripped a new one, just roasted Jamie when he did the one plus two. Oh yeah. <laughs> one yeah. plus two out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. just like he's like, Oh, that's a stoner move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it he totally just smoking? Is. <laughs> but it's but you you know, it's like sometimes Sometimes you make moves like that, and sometimes you forget you forget who you're playing against. Mm. You know, it's like you get when when you get comfortable. It's like every so often you forget who you're playing against, and you're like, yeah, ooh, oops, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We like an stream. He's not that good. He can't do it every time. Yeah, you lose. Well, it's just I, I don't know. Jamie Jamie made a hard read on the side step. It's like the same. I did the same thing. I just I just made a couple of hard reads, and they turned out they were wrong, and I lost. Mm -hmm lost the round like yeah in about 10 yeah. seconds you know yeah that's the thing about um you know uh, what i find about um you know any kind of game like video games in general hmm. i think that with video games like how they're evolving and how it's turning into an esports we well, got the older generations that says i don't think it's an esport hmm. uh, i don't think it is a sport altogether hmm. but you kind of th uh, you kind of turn around and you kind of wonder what their mindset is because when when they say it's not a sport or it's not really like you know it shouldn't be in competition or anything like that so you, you sort of look at them and you go okay well chess mm. like what's that mm. um they probably wouldn't like, say chess is the sport either but yeah well i mean it's but you know it's, 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 the the same, it's the same it's the same crowd that would be like oh poker's not a sport oh mm -hmm. why is poker televised or why is you know, whatever yeah uh, and shit. that's the thing, like, um, you're, you're basically, you're, you're putting your mind and strategizing, uh, uh, you know, or sort of reading what your opponent would be doing. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's pretty much like a chess match. Absolutely. Except a lot faster. Yeah. A <laughs> lot faster, a lot more, faster, more, but more it real also time. Just not... your, you know, reactions and stuff as well. Exactly. Yeah, not just that. I mean, your reaction, yeah, your I reactions think... under heavy pressure. Yeah. And I think it's like it's going to become more relevant now because I think people are not just starting to realize, but they are realizing that there's a lot of money in games. Yeah. You know, there's like the, the crowds and stuff you get um, for, for things like League of Legends and other really big games, you know, they rival things like baseball pretty well. And so what that means is that, um, you know, they're even considering having it for the Olympics. And that's yeah. just going to suddenly make this really adversarial where you know certain people will be really anti that kind of thing and it's like it's it's not something that i feel like the fighting game community really wants but it, it's going to happen like those kind of conversations are going to happen because people realize that there's a hell of a lot of money to be made which is kind of the driver i suppose yeah i think i think it was funny um actually going back to the twt thing last year when thomas cornover won it mm -hmm. um he got interviewed on radio sport by this guy Dar on News Talk ZB on Darcy Waldegrave. Yeah, yeah. Interviewed him. And um, I listened to the whole interview and it was like, it was funny because you could tell that, you could tell that Darcy was kind of, you know, he's absolutely in the camp that, you know, it's only a sport if it's physical. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a, like, and so hearing, hearing him in interview Thomas, it was really interesting because he'd done heaps of research. Like he, you know, he's a, he's a professional, he's a radio host, you know, mm -hmm. sports radio and and he'd done heaps of research but it was still kind of like 
you could tell it was it was hard for he was kind of biased about it no no i mean you know he gave gave it a fair interview but you could tell that there was this sort of underlying thing where cornover thomas couldn't fully express himself you know because it was like he just wouldn't understand or the general public wouldn't understand yeah Mm. and that's that's kind of as as big a barrier as anything it's like you can you can be the best player in the world but it's it's so hard to you know sit, sell that sell mm-hmm. that sort of expertise to to the general public exactly I yeah. mean that's the thing that um, you know when um, the LPL tournament was happening that was actually broadcast on Sky and everything um, and with someone like um, you know Chris he, Chris he, Tung, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't be able to say oh one two jab or anything like that it's just like oh it's a jab Oh, this is a down punch. punch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, yeah, this right. is a launch. Did they did they did they stipulate that, or did he just did he just do it himself? I think he did it himself. Um, yeah. I mean, he's got a he's got a good head on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, you know, just to say, okay, well, if I start talking the lingo, taking lingo, um, mm. no one's going to understand me, and everyone's not going to have a good time. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, you know, I if do- you make it like sort of appealing to to you know uh, to the crowd yeah. uh, of casuals or to a crowd that you know you, you're seeing two guys or you're seeing two characters on the screen just beating the living shit out of each other mm. that's all it is mm, mm, mm. and you got to make that interesting really mm. it's not like yeah. you know you can't just be like oh no that's one two oh no that's that's ten frames you can't do that mm. oh you know i, you do I think big launch, i think that um that's a really tough situation because there's no real middle ground because the players absolutely want to hear in-depth commentary like alchemist is an amazing commentator like he's such an amazing commentator he's so fast he has su- like the deepest knowledge of the game and mm-hmm. just being able to re- you know recall things and say oh you know that was that was optimal that was really good but also do it like he seemed to he seemed like he'd, he'd really kind of come into his own listening to him mm-hmm. commentate this time around yeah but that's not the kind of commentary that people don't play the game want yeah. to hear like it's, it's well, just hard to listen that's, to. That's the thing is that um, you have to you be have a player a lot of, to appreciate it. Yeah, you, you need to have a player base to appreciate um, you know, the game and mm. things like that. No matter how um, you know, no matter how much you're trying to reach out to people and things, if they actually uh, you know, if they just say, oh, Tekken is good and everything, but all they do is button bash mm. Um, mm. You know, and, and things like that, then it's not really going to be good for you know, the overall community. Yeah, the health of the game. Yeah, yeah. But I think you gotta gotta realize that like the casual audiences and the um, and the gaming nerds are looking for different things. So like, if you were a casual viewer and you were watching a ticket match, you might think, oh, that guy did a cool punch, you know, and it, it, like like I don't know, like Kazumi's DF two, mm. you know, that might look cool. Cause it's got a big tiger in it. But if you're a Tekken player, what you want to see is you know someone doing really micro side steps, getting around, ducking under strings, you know, perfect punishment stuff like that. But those two things are completely different. And, yeah. and crowds, or what, yeah. depending on what where you're from, you'll be wanting to see different things. So I think trying to find a way to marry those up is actually pretty difficult. That's the reason why say, with commentary, what I think is that you always need to have two commentators, right? One needs to be um, you're the play-by-play guy with the you know mm. the, the the nerd knowledge of mm. the game, and the other one just needs to be like a bloody cyclops. Just just give him a mic, give him a mic, and just and just let him go to town. Mm. on that like just get him to like just sort of metaphorically say stuff that doesn't make sense but it's funny 
I think I think if you found if you found two people with that kind of chemistry, you'd be really onto something. But I think it'd be hard to. <laughs> well, that's why I reckon that you know it would be so funny like having James Chen and Cyclops in Evo. Oh yeah, like, that would be super funny. Which I need to contact James Chen. Like it's been a while since I've actually said anything to him. It's probably forgotten about the podcast now. Oh yeah, you should have. Uh, him. <laughs> I should I actually think, jump I think on. That guy's an interesting dude. He is. He yeah. is. He's quite a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Like, doesn't have a persona like uh, a lot of people do on stream. Like, you know, you have people with personas such as, you know, Avoid the Puddle. Yeah. Um, Eris, he's got a persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about it last night when me and Jamie, we were jamming Fortnite. And we were talking about Eris and he's like, yeah, he's a dick on stream. But, like, in real life, he's a good, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy and he knows, he knows heaps. He like, knows a lot. Yeah. He knows a lot. But the funny thing is, okay, um... I always thought that Aris was actually quite a big fella, like quite tall. Yeah, he's not, like, eh? No, but I heard that he's only just a little bit taller than Jamie, and Jamie's not a big fella. Yeah, no, 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 because, <laughs> yeah, he was, I saw him, I saw him, and I spoke to him briefly, I think, I probably bummed a cigarette off him or whatever. Oh, yeah? But, um, yeah, yeah, he's a pretty short dude. I was surprised. And I was, but you know what else? You know what else is crazy? Yeah. Rip is super tall. Rip's like my height. Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. actually think that Rip? Yeah, I actually thought that Rip would be quite I thought, short. I thought it would have been the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so because you know, because I think that um, you know, when I see Eris, he kind of reminds me of like Hagrid, uh, in a way. And Hagrid's a massive dude, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> automatically make the association. Eh? Yeah. So as I was saying in the as before, um, there's got to be players that you know that, that you kind of look up to and that you're really really looking forward to meet. Mm. Uh, you did actually mention that you know uh, that there was uh, one person like Nobi was. It? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really wish I'd been in Cornwallis' shoes and played, got to play again. <laughs> played Nobi on stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, well, I, yeah. I wish I got. I, I and actually, actually, I um. Converted to being a huge Dimeback fan after watching him play. Yeah, it's just you know, just seeing seeing like because he's a character loyalist and I am too. It's like I, I respect you know, I respect the 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 very tip top players so much, but it's like mm. the guy you know the guys that I'm genuinely a fan of and I and I enjoy seeing do well mm. are like you know sort of the. This is sort of second tier players and the the character the character specialists. Mm -hmm. Although I don't I, yeah I don't know if I'm a huge fan of any of the harangue players to be to be frank. So you, you so <laughs> you can edit that you can edit what, that just, out. Uh, so no nah, man I'm not I'm not going to edit anything uh, out man don't worry. But um uh <laughs> yeah anyway anyway I wish because because when I played um I would have had to play the loser of Dion and Dimeback mm -hmm. and I was. I'd seen Dion play, and I was like, I was really hoping that Dion was going to beat him so mm -hmm. that I'd get to play Dimeback, because, you know, he looked like a fun guy to play against. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it was just kind of, you know, just, just sort of play play a little bit loose and kind of come up against, come up against something interesting that mm -hmm. I hadn't seen before. Um, yeah, he but, plays different to everyone else, really, so he, yeah, uh, that's all good. I, you know, it, it's like, I, I was kind of, I kind of knew I was going to lose either way, but I kind of wanted... I wanted a little bit of a different experience, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that match. That match is definitely really hype. Like the Deandre's Dimeback match in in pools was crazy, and it came right down to the wire, and Dimeback took him out. Like yeah, yeah. Actually played really well. 
But yeah, yeah. It's funny because in, in casual, the, the sort of casuals that were going on at the um, the after party, and Dion seemed to be playing a bunch of international players, and he was he was beating the crap out. <laughs> like I think he, he someone was. said he, he he took JDCR what like eight two or ten two or something like that. Like he beat him really badly. <laughs> Yeah, and I was watching it, and I was just like, "Man, why didn't this happen in Toulon? He was actually just destroying everyone." Dion's a super. I don't know what the difference is, but he, he's, um, he's he's he definitely. I mean, he said it himself, like, because I, I played a bunch of casuals with Dion as well afterwards. Super friendly dude. He said he had to give a shout out to um, all the Wellington guys, mm-hmm. especially Mike, Toothy, Take Off Heaps, Peter, you know, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he, yeah, he was just like, you gotta say hi to me for me. But, but he's a super nice guy and, and said that he he plays pure mind games. Like, he just, he will do kind of quite unconventional stuff or stuff that would normally quite often be considered a bit weird in terms of move choices and, and, and risk-taking. Like, you know, he'll take risks at yep. weird times. But he, um... He just does it for it's pure mind games for him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He said he said that he plays he plays geese just because of massive conversions, and he plays jack because he's just solid and he can kind of he's got freedom to you know mess with people's heads. Yeah. Um, it seems like he plays a really really solid mind game though. Mm. Oh yeah, you know, when yeah. he plays like you know, those kinds of, things. and you know he did say that uh, I think Dan Banter. Who was meant to be here today? Mm. Uh, unfortunately, he can't make it. Um, but he said that uh, you know, in in war, mm. in Waikato Arena Rampage, mm. um, he spoke with Dion, and Dion gave him all these pointers and things like that about what he needs to do in certain situations. I think that personally, that's a really hard way to learn. But whatever works for him mm-hmm. and everything. I think it depends. Normally, you like hear those kinds of things, and someone tells you about something you should be doing or some way you should be approaching something and it's like you hear about it but you don't apply it to your game for like you know months and then suddenly you're in a situation you think oh that's right that's what this person is talking about mm. for me i can't like hear something realize i should do something and yeah. the next minute it takes me a long time yeah uh, uh, you and me we're on the same boat there i mean you have people like um jamie uh Zazob, who would actually just say oh you should be doing this instead uh that's yeah. really hard to adjust and everything that's the reason why i mean for me, I, I've played Xiaoyu for about, what, like 10 odd years. And the thing is that, like, I can't actually be good. I can't just pick up anyone else mm. and just start using them. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of time for me to actually pick up someone. And especially, you know, when you have characters like Yoshimitsu, Xiaoyu, Lei, it's so hard to, mm. to sort of use them because of of their, their, their kit. Mm. Mm. Unless it's Jack, everyone can play Jack. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always going to be like a pocket Jack for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He's one of the few characters I felt like I could play just from watching enough streams that have him in it. It's like, oh yeah, I vaguely know how to play this character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Without having even taken into practice mode once. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, that's my, that's my only, that's my only issue with Tekken is some characters are just... It's like they're too easy, so they become too common. But they're also, oh, I don't know. I mean, everyone's it's, it's, it's got like... a jack, but they're different in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. At, at a higher level, and mm. and you know, in respect to the the people that take jack to the highest level, it's like 
he's not he's not easy to win with. He's not easy to win with at, yeah. at that level. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he's a solid character, but he's not like you know, Saint makes it look easy sometimes, but it's not. You know, you have to work your ass yeah. off. You have well, to work your, you can't work work your ass timing. off. Yeah, in the high level of gameplay, you will not be able to. Um, you will not be able to just get away with spamming down for two. Because, mm. you know, it's unsafe. Yeah. You're going to probably die. You can't get away with spamming anything. Yeah. I mean, you just, you know, it's like you you, you don't... The, the only reason... You just you just play mind games. You know, that's that's it. It's just mm-hmm. like you, you do something in order to condition them to do something else. You know, and then you just have a solid sort of tool set that you can use to to mix up your timing mm-hmm. yeah know, that's kind of but, but it's you know really decent mids decent lows and then that's pretty much it and then you just mess with your timing and your choice and your move choice with each other just that's all you really need to do yeah so you it's have the, the better ones yeah, better as you were saying up. you have like you know your um, um you know you, you have your safe mids um some good highs some good lows and you know, you, like um, what what Fergus was saying is, you apply that um, sort of differently. I guess that you're gonna have to play like sort of on a guessing game, on a guessing level of your opponent. Okay, so. okay. I, I finally thought of an example to to use. But um, in the in the JDCR versus Nobi match, you see Nobi hit JDCR. JDCR did down two, mm-hmm. and Nobi hit him with wall standing two. Mm-hmm. That's that's. A pure example of the the new style. Mm-hmm. It's it was a it was a read on JDCR's reaction to hitting it down to the de- the the wall standing two from Nobi caught the delay that caught JDCR's sidestep mm-hmm. basically caught his delay mm-hmm. sidestep. So it was just like even though why would you do a wall an unsafe wall standing <laughs> launcher when you're on you know. Crouching on zero frames, or the, the, like negative negative one on zero mm-hmm. crouching, and it's yeah. because it's because he just made a read, and down, while standing two was the perfect move to catch JDCR's timing. Mm-hmm. And you saw the. I'd you, be curious. You saw I'm doing the same thing. Curious to hear the You saw, it's it's like I, I had a similar situation where, I started using, like harangue down back three right. Mm-hmm. So it's so a low, and um. Kind of similar, but minus one on block. So it's like you'll get your your wall standing move will get interrupted, mm-hmm. basically. So the idea is that if you mix up your timing, you can stay crouching and beat whatever they're going to do to interrupt you. Yeah. And then the mind game becomes something completely different. It it becomes way more than just paper scissors rock between. I'll crush this if they decide to do a, you know, frame perfect. Is that like a pure guess though? Of no. what he did, or do you no, think that was a solid read? It's a solid read, and it's just like you kind of, you kind of just have to. I don't know. It's, it's not a guess. It's not a guess because that's the way a lot of people play mm-hmm. nowadays at a high, at a higher level. It's like they don't do stuff on on frames. It's like frame, people don't frame trap as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they're just not as strong. Um, so, in a lot of those situations, you'll catch people just sidestep blocking, mm-hmm. or just doing a delayed move. Mm-hmm. You know, delaying, delaying slightly so that they can catch 
that side step block. Yeah. Or they could, you know, at least force them to block it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oftentimes, if I, if I do the classic string, down back three, while standing 4-4, four, four, mm-hmm. you know, um, people will sidestep it and launch me. Piece yep. of cake. It's like, or they'll jab me out of it, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm on minus. Yep. Or all sorts of things can happen. But by messing with the timing or just doing doing something different, you know, you can catch them out. And that's kinda of how you how you break into the next layer of, of mind games, I guess. Mm. And I, yeah, and I'd say also that the delay kind of uh, so if you did that that with Dabak three or whatever it was into while standing four four, if you delayed that while standing four four, what you're actually representing when the while standing four four doesn't immediately come out is something else. It suggests that you're gonna do something else. Because otherwise why would you wait? And then you just do the while standing four four anyway. And it's just those kind of things, you know, like every time you you put yourself in a position and then you wait for a second. You're representing that you're going to do something else, and it just gets into the other person's head. Or maybe they're going to do some big low here, or some big mid, or some kind of throw, or something like that. You're just every time you hesitate or you just stop and don't do anything, you're you're just representing another move and just just trying to throw your opponent off. And I think that's something that um, a lot of New Zealand players aren't quite as good at yet. I think that's sort of. Um, Timing generally is something that we're kind of weak at, and actually, I think a lot of um, non-Korean players are quite weak at. So, it's kind of cool to see something like that and know that there is sort of um, room for improvement. You know, like significant room for improvement and a complete change in your play style. Mm. But I'd, I'd also say that certain characters are better at it than others, and and some of the top characters are characters that are really good at that, like Kazumi, Jack, Dragonoff. They all, you know, um, benefit quite well from stuttering your movement and stuttering your attacks, but. Certain of the characters like Huang actually aren't, really, because you're locked into a stance so much of the time you can't just delay things, otherwise you're going to get hit all the time. Well, so I think it's just... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Um, you can, you can, but it, you're, you're taking a risk. It's like, for using the Kazumi example, or the Mishimas too, it's like you can go... Um, jab, and then... One one yep. to catch, to catch mm-hmm. the sidestep, and you get the delay perfectly. It'll it'll catch the sidestep, but if you do it full speed, they sidestep it. So that's kind mm-hmm. of that's kind of delaying in a nutshell, you know, in, in terms of in terms of working with your timing in the most but in like the most basic sense. So I guess with the yeah. with the harangue, with the harangue example, it's like if you jab into flamingo, you can frame trap them, which they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna buy a frame trap. It's like these, you know, these players probably play harangue. They've mm-hmm. probably they've seen that shit a million times. But if you delay it, trying to trying to catch the sidestep, or you delay, kind of just mix just mix up your timing. But in <clears> saying <throat> that, he just can't do it as safely as some people using the flaming, yeah. using the strings at mm-hmm. least. It's like he can yeah. do it with other stuff, but it's like using strings. It's like you'll get caught out. <laughs> so in a nutshell there, what you both are saying is that, um, you know, they play in a totally different sort of play style, which um, New Zealand, like, it's just sort of, after you guys went to this tournament, it kind of, you kind of see that New Zealand's kind of a bit behind in terms of movement and well frame traps and I think, things like I that. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of like, lower mid-tier players in New Zealand, or people that are kind of just, just coming up, just learning the game, that still just don't it's, it comes down to matchup experience and it's like they still do things based on whether or not they think the opponent's seen it before mm-hmm. they're still like okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I might catch him with this mm-hmm. it's like you might oh. that's that's the 
the so you might know, is the you key. know it's like I'll do I'll do this I'll do this crazy setup and and it might work you know because they might not have seen it before mm-hmm. there's a lot I think there's a lot of that there's a lot of sort of oh you know I'll I'll do this and but chances are they don't realize just how good a lot of the the higher level players are in terms of you know their matchup experience so you kind of like have to sort of break the habit and just sort of play on the fly really or sort of adapt to their play methods so sort of read what they're going to be doing yeah and then you sort of come up with like sort of some countermeasures kind of yeah Mm. i mean you just like sometimes you have to play fast and frame perfect and sometimes it works like Mm -hmm. if you need to you know if you need to pull something out in the clutch and you know that your opponent's just going to eat it, mm-hmm. going to eat the frame trap, then do it. But it's like, most of the time, if you're playing in a high-level match, they yeah. know, you know, they know you're going to follow up here. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to they're gonna mitigate it by playing as safe as possible. Yeah. Or doing something that's going to, mm-hmm. you know, or making a hard read on you. Cool. So, it's like, yeah. you just, you have to represent the frame, yeah. the, the plus frames a mm-hmm. lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. So, Fergus, um, you just what Neil just said before. You actually played uh, Nobi, is that right? Like in the tournament? Yeah, yeah. So yes. I played. I played him. Um, would have been towards the end ish of my pool. So it was on mm-hmm. stream. And I remember just before I went on, I wish Dan was here actually because I I chatted to him like just as I was walking up, and he was like, um, "Don't respect his offense um, and just just get in his face." And he, he gave me a, bunch of, a few other tips as well. And I was like, "Okay, fine." So I had this mindset going in, which was that I, I just wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't going to let him get away with just trying to bully me because he's a really aggressive player and likes to just push his advantage on people. So my So he game likes to engage game, with um, running two, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, heaps of running two, but he played Fing against me actually for the oh, first okay. match. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, so I was basically just trying to challenge him on pretty much everything. Um, Always trying to go for, for counter hits and using Yoshi's down four, which is a really good defensive tool as well, mm-hmm. and flash. Um, and the first match went his way. He ended up, he got the better of me. I got the first round, but he got the first match. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, what, what actually happened in the next one is that we were going pretty even. Um, I was starting to get sort of a feel for his timing because he's, unlike the Korean players, he's actually not much of a, as much of a timing player. He's more just get in your face and try and rush you down. Mm-hmm. But there's this one moment where he, um, he went in with, um, things, quarter circle forward one, which just the big sort of low headbutt yeah. and I hit him with um, Yoshi's Rage Art Flash mm-hmm. and just when I did that I just kind of realized that I don't know that, that these are just players you know and you can and that they're actually quite beatable even though you sort of go into the match thinking oh crap there's no way I'm gonna win for me at that point I actually just felt 100% confident and that mm. you know I actually could beat it and so I ended up taking that game and in the, the last game um, he switched to Dragonoff which is what I've been waiting for to be honest and Dragonoff's a character that I've probably got more experience against than Oh, any other character your, your best friend plays dragon off doesn't he exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i've got I, i've got heaps of experience against him and so i was actually quite happy with that um and it was it was going really well i sidestepped a bunch of his rain twos and launched with the back and stuff and it was it was going really well but he ended up just just clutching me at the end because um i hate to say the reason i lost but the reason i lost is because i sidestepped the wrong way on his last running two i went right and i should, probably should have gone left but you know it's I think the real reason I lost is because he was a, he was a better player than me. But you know, um, <laughs> it was it was just awesome. It was so much fun. So was it actually in that last uh, match? Was it actually two three? Yeah. Like, did it get yeah. down to the wire? Did it? 
it got down to the very wide. He was. I think if I'd launched him, I would have killed him and and, and won it. Man, imagine um, that. He just imagine yeah. that. Like that would have been so. That would have been insane. That would have blown yeah. my mind. Like yeah. it would have been like another. It would have been another like Zazob and Saint moment. I tell you yeah. what. I tell you what. There were a lot of. There are a lot of really hype moments like that, and there are a lot of, a lot of upsets and a lot of kind of, um, just really close calls for those international players early mm-hmm. on. But at the end of the day, it was seven yeah. Koreans and one and Nobi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In top, in top eight, which is crazy. Yeah. You know. The, yeah. Right. Thanks for that. There's still more to come after this. We're going on our first break, so don't go away, guys. We'll be right back. we're back guys so neil tell us during that um during the whole tournament there you you caught up with tasty steve oh yeah i caught up with tasty steve a little bit and he was like and he was he sort of warmed up to you at the end didn't he? yeah 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 he's a he's a really nice guy you know um yeah i think we so we went out and um it was i i was just go, i was just going out for a cigarette but um laurie laurie was there mm-hmm. and um the aussie guy rame mm-hmm He's one of the commentators and stuff, and and, so, and Laurie was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Neil, come over here, come over here." And and Tasty Steve came out, and then um, yeah, he was just he's just talking about you know he's like, "Oh, you're from New Zealand, you know," and and was like, he he actually really wanted to come to New Zealand, mm-hmm. but kind of a little bit outside of fighting games just yep. to do the do the tourist thing. He's kind of like uh, Wooly Wolves. You remember uh, Wooly Wolves? Oh yeah, you know yeah. I, I, I'm a he fan, loves I'm a fan of he his, loves but... doing the haka. <laughs> like I've never seen a African American be so passionate about the haka. Yeah, 
Yes. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, have you seen that video where it was like, you know, Macau, uh, Drax, and everyone, they were just like, you know, doing the haka with him, teaching him how to do the haka, oh, and no, Mega Web? I haven't, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was awesome. unreal. It was... That's awesome. It was insane. It was great. But yeah, Taste, Tasty Steve said he wanted to come down here at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking I, of... I think if... Yeah, go on. I think if we'd had Chicken World Tour point tournaments, I think if we'd gotten one, even just for um, Southern Cross, we definitely would have had heaps of them coming down, because... I think New Zealand's one of those places that everyone really wants to go, yeah. but mm-hmm. you've got to have a reason, you know, because it's so out of the way and it's so expensive. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. right. Well, it's just the something just to embrace the culture, really. I mean, it's different. Yeah. It's I, talk, I, different. Talked to, I talked to Dimeback, too, and he said he said he wanted to come to New Zealand, you know, but it just... It, it depends on whether he comes for Tekken or whether he comes for a holiday, but... Yeah. You know, it's like, everybody wants to come here, but it's, mm. it's expensive and it's a long way away. Well, even Justin Wong himself wanted to come. Oh, Because he said that, like, there's a, there's a Pokemon that, uh, <laughs> that that he wants to catch that's only available in New Zealand, so oh, he wants no to way. complete his Pokedex. Huh. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> it's yeah. a really pathetic reason to want to come to New Zealand. Oh, just, like, just to catch a Pokemon. I don't it? know if it's as pathetic as wanting to come to New Zealand to go to Hobbiton, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's pretty. I don't know. Oh, I, I, no. I, I cringe. At, I cringe at people saying that, or like the amount of tourists that come not here. That go to great. Fucking, go to it's not great. People think it's great, but it's oh, it's all right. It's, it's all right. right. It's but it's a, you know, it's a movie set or it's an old movie set. So yeah, kind of, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Meh. But I it's actually right. want to ask you guys um this one thing. So, did any of you guys see like you know Tanukana? Yeah, yep. like, did you guys yep. have a chat with her? I didn't have a chat with her. She was just like constantly surrounded by a by dudes. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a mob, a mob. Of it dudes. was so funny because I'm one of the Aussie she didn't guys. Speak, she didn't speak any English either. Oh, yeah, okay. And it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think she speaks much of any English. Oh, uh, you know, uh, she, she like, she, like she, she'd thank people after their matches mm-hmm. in Japanese. Yeah, you know, what, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but she was she's tiny though. She's she's, she's absolutely like five tiny. something, five foot. Something less than that. Oh come on! Now five feet. You can't be like taller than five feet, bro. Yeah, she looked like she weighs about forty kgs. Eh? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Like on Facebook afterwards, like there's this one of one of the dudes was like saying, "Oh, you cannot wife the Tanukana." Like for all you thirsty guys out there, like it's already in her contract that she cannot have a boyfriend that plays fighting games. Uh, and uh, it's probably a good thing. It is. It yeah, is it's probably well. I mean, I mean, for her, I, I think that I think that that would be that would be speaking too of female Tekken players. Um, did you guys recently hear that um, you you got signed up? Uh, yeah. yes, I did. Yeah, I did so, actually just yeah. read that. On Another Shall You player, but the thing is that if you um, like, it's actually kind of good that that they signed her up because it's it's actually um, is it UYU? Hmm. So, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine saying that. Imagine, O-U-U-U. Yeah, O-U-U-U. So imagine <laughs> saying that like three times straight. Like, O-U-U-U, O-U-U-U, O-U-U. It sounds so weird. I watched I watched the first of ten between her and Tanakana, and that was that was awesome. It was clutch. It was super clutch. Yeah. It was so funny because I asked Yiggs, like, you know, you know my relationship with Yiggs, like, we're boys. Oh, yeah. And I do now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, he was like saying, he goes, he's like, I was like, so do you think that you can beat Tanukana? He's like, yeah, no problem. But he ended up going like, you know, one two against her. 
what? They because oh, they they played their match while well, well it wasn't even Fergus it wasn't even, was, a, wasn't even a match. It was just the you know her surrounded by a whole bunch of thirsty dudes oh screaming yeah. screaming go yeggs basically yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah I was like oh yeah okay and and, Fer- and Fergus was playing like right behind them so I was like you know fuck I'm gonna support my boy yeah <laughs> don't worry about don't worry about these bozos but um, <laughs> but yeah anyway so it was like she uh, it was kind of weird I think I think she was like she was there she always turned up like really late like she was just kind of the last of the Japanese players to arrive mm-hmm. she kind of turned up and then would play and then she'd take off and, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like yeah I don't know I can't tell whether she enjoys that or not but whatever I feel like it must be exhausting for her just having all these nerds just following her around wanting photos <laughs> you know you just, I just feel it's like, sad uh, it's super but, sad but, though but it's not because, but it's not Sorry, I was gonna say it's not even that. It's like, it's not not even you know not even that she's a fam- female. It's just that she's famous, and she's a show you player, and lots of people think that she's not that good. Yeah, there's there's so you know there was so many people that were like, oh you know Tanakana's alright. She plays super risky. Rah, rah, rah. Um, <laughs> it's like she's pretty good, you know. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's not. She's maybe not at the top level of those those Japanese guys, but it's like. She's still coming up. She holds her own. She's still young ass too. Mm. It's like, yeah. anyway, whatever. But it's like, I know, so I know that people criticize a Jaggy player for playing risky. You know, like every Jaggy player plays risky. Every, just, young, every just young player plays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Shall you yeah. player right here, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. it down. Keep but, it down. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that was kind of that was kind of part of it too. It was like. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody wanted to play her. Everybody it was wanted. so funny because like Yiggs was like going was like oh I had lunch with her uh, after that and I'm like oh, oh yeah okay. well he probably had a he probably had a really different experience because you know he seemed like a good dude and mm. and he's a really good show you player so they would have hit it off mm-hmm. but it's such a shame that I wasn't able to go I really wanted to meet her though yeah like that's the reason why I asked Jamie it's like Jamie can you please take a selfie with Tanaka uh. like and send it to me. Like, I was hoping that she'd do, like, you know, the, the heart shape, like, <laughs> the, you know, hand gesture. Yeah. Like, that would be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Jamie got heaps of selfies. Heaps of selfies. Yeah, no, nah, he's a selfie god, man, that guy. He did good. He was, like, he was pretty much... Who's that other cami player? But, Valoran. Yeah, Valoran. He was pretty much on Valoran's dick the whole time. <laughs> and he even admitted that. He goes, yeah. yeah, I was sucking him off the whole weekend. It was great. <laughs> and then and then pretty much, I think that in the game of Fortnite, I think that you can actually hear this on Jambo's stream. It's a, Jambo was like going, hey, Jamie, did you, um, you know, your, your past life, were you, were you a sword swallower? <laughs> did, you, did you swallow swords? And he goes, yeah, yeah, like swallowed Valorian sword. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, man! You guys, eh? Mm. Yeah, just just yeah. that. Like, I think that Jamie like had a really good time, and I actually think that uh, Dan had a really good time as well. Um, just because you know he got to meet a lot of he, he's a young fella, yeah, and you know he got to meet a lot of you know people that he looks up to, yeah, and things totally. like that. A lot of the Korean totally. players, yeah. Mm. He played. He he told me he played some long sets with them too. Which I think he really enjoyed, and I think they're he... probably buzzing out as well because you know he's like half Korean. He doesn't mm. look Korean at all, mm. you know. I th- but I think he he was just. I think I think he will have improved a lot. I know that he. Um... Yeah, who did he play against? He played a long set against Allsan, I think. Mm-hmm. And and lost, but you know, kind of 
said he learned heaps. Said, said that it was just like it was close. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Who else did he play? I can't remember. He, he, he played a lot. Yeah, we'll he played a lot of the wide to view him again. He played you know? a lot of the local guys. Too. Yeah, yeah. Ask him about playing those guys because mm-hmm. I think I don't know if he was super happy about his um his result. His result. Yeah. I think I think he was a little bit bummed out that that he lost his his first pools match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, did he get re- sent re- straight re- to losers? At the get-go. Oh no 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 no! But his first his first one on stream. Oh, like his okay. First, his first, yeah. the first loss that he got, mm-hmm. I should say. Who did he lose that against? I think. Uh, Rick. I think there's also a bit of pressure, right? Like for him, because I'd hate to be to go to another country based on qualifying for a tournament, because then there's suddenly pressure on you. And I kind of like just turning up to a tournament and be like, ah, oh, I think he had knocked out. Who cares? But it's almost like there's suddenly a spotlight on you because people know that you got there from qualifying from another tournament, and therefore. Mm-hmm. There's like pressure on you to perform and do well. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I'm I'm notorious for choking in tournaments and like having real bad off days. And stuff. So for me, that would just that would just kind of ruin me. You know, gonna do that at all. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's funny though because it's like, um, I what what one other thing that was really cool was I got to play a bunch against um Naroma, who was like, I d- had had. I'd, I'd known about I watched a bunch of his matches mm-hmm. but he kind of he'd been off off my radar a little bit but man he was a super friendly guy and he was really fun to play against mm-hmm. he was like re- you know and really good yeah like yeah man he was good just really good conversions and really just kind of he played ri- he played risky but it was calculated and it wasn't you know it was aggressive but then he, he could switch his style really quickly yeah um and I guess yeah, we played we played like uh, I don't know, ten games or something, mm-hmm. just sort of before he had to start top eight. Yeah, and um, because he was playing Dion, and then I and then I went up and I was like, man, you know, I've hardly played casuals against any of these guys. Mm-hmm. And so I just asked Dion, I was like, oh hey man, can I jump on and have a set? And he was like, yeah sure. And um, yeah, the thing that struck me about him is just how much fun he was having. Mm-hmm. He couldn't mm. he couldn't have cared less if he lost to me. He, you know, he, he'd lost to me a couple of times. He couldn't have given a shit. It was like... Just yeah. having a good time. He's just having a good time. He mm. travels the world to play Tekken, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Yeah. He was super good. Yeah, like, not, not much ego, really, I guess. Some exactly. People, some people have, like, a lot of ego invested in the game and find that if they lose, like, to someone that they shouldn't lose to, it's, like, they challenging the their self-worth, you know? Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly they're a worthless person. I don't think that you could... I don't think that you could continue as a pro player if if you were worried about that mm. that's that's kind of yeah. what struck me is like because you'd be you know fair enough you could be bummed out if, by losing to whoever but it's like you got to expect as a pro player that when you go to tournaments every everybody's going to want a piece of you mm-hmm. and and they're yeah. going to claim and celebrate the smallest little victory it's going to be like oh yeah. shit you know remember that time and like 2010 that I almost beat so and so you know there's all, all this stuff like that and it's like I guess that you know in that you kind have, of sense you, you know, have to kind of the, let that wash over you yeah the other person is like um, you know they're going to celebrate their 15 minutes of fame but then you know mm. you're just like you know what I'm going to body you like in the next game so hard well it's, like, yeah. <laughs> well it's not it's, it's not, not even, even that but it's not even that it's, it's like you know they're, they're getting paid to play it mm-hmm. you know they're just going to 
they're just going to have fun playing casuals. Casuals are casuals. And well, I would like. I mean, it would be. You know, that would be the life. You know, just just um, traveling the world, getting to see other places. You're not just playing the game. I mean, you are playing the game, but you're you're going to see the world, like for what it's worth. You know, you're yeah. sort of going. I want to like check out places and stuff when I'm not on tournament. When I'm not playing at a tournament. You'd have to you'd you'd have to have a pretty um, you'd have to have a pretty good temperament, I think. I think that um, yeah, I think you've probably I don't know I don't know if it happens as much in Tekken because the the um, fighting game community is pretty like pretty supportive overall, but I We're think pretty laid back to be honest compared to a lot of the other um, games like you know Overwatch, yeah, League <laughs> See, of Legends, about all the drama happening in the yeah, Overwatch there's League, just but... so much. But I mean, the, the, what my, the point I'm making is that if you're traveling the world a lot and going to going to all these tournaments, who are you know, they're kind of essentially people's. The, they're like locals for whatever mm-hmm. for whatever country you're in. Yeah, you know, whether you're, you're in Australia or mm-hmm. New Zealand or France or you know, NorCal or wh- wherever you are, it's like there's still going to be lots of punters turn up that just want a piece of you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And um, yeah. I reckon that would be hard to deal with. And there's still gonna, and there's gonna be like hundreds, thousands of people that will watch your games online and pick it apart. Mm-hmm. And unless you can just go, hey, you know what? Well, I don't give a shit about those guys. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Then you know you kind of haven't got what it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like if you watch like any of the games as well, you're, you're absolutely right. If there's like four thousand people, there'll be like you know a good chunk of it just talking shit, especially if it's you screwing up or you know messing something up that you otherwise might not and you just gotta like not worry about that kind of stuff at all and only worry like I try to only worry about my own criticism of my game which is you know for me I'm pretty critical of myself screwing up or doing yeah. something wrong and that should all be really that matters at all if, if you start well, worrying the about only one. what runs. yeah you're not the only yeah. one that um, that thinks that though uh, you know like yeah. self criticism and things like that um, I guess it happens to everyone it's just I guess how you take it really yeah, I think Neil's probably one of the worst. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> Neil's so hard. <laughs> I'm pretty. I, I I am actually. I mean, you roast you roast yourself like mid set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. I remember that time when in Rambats, it was just the Rambats, and I was I was up against him, and he was he just came off uh, commentary, and yeah. um yeah, and then I played a, I, I played against him, and then I beat him, and he was just like, oh my god, I hate this. Uh, yeah, he yeah, goes yeah, back yeah. to us. He goes back to the commentary box, like, oh, duh, you know, just grunting and stuff. I know. I just, <laughs> you know, you know, the worst, the worst thing about Tekken, like, com- completely. Oh hi, yeah, is drops, mm-hmm. the, dropping, yeah. dropping stuff, or making making a uh, making a read that goes wrong. It's just like. I, th- you know, that's that's the worst thing to me because it just makes you look like a fool half the time. Yeah, it's like some people yeah. some people can do that quite comfortable, confident, confidently. Yeah, <laughs> so um, you know, and just be like, oh, I'll just I'll just throw this, I'll just try it out, it's all good, yeah. and and not worry about it. But I'm you know, I'm kind of of the mindset that I hate taking risks and looking bad for not having mm. them go right, and so. You know, so it kind of it does it does get so me. So you're saying that that's like, why your image kind of reflects on that, eh? Like, you know, you just want to sort of. I want to, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is yeah. an I important mean, that's, thing. It that's, is an, that's an important thing. I mean, that's why I could never play professionally. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just don't think I could hack it. Mm. I mean, unless I... First, first of all, I, w- I wouldn't be able to dedicate the time. Like, it's a crazy mm. amount of time outside the game. It's a crazy and amount you, of time working. Do you think that you're actually scared of, like, you know, sort of people, like, thinking badly of you or something like that? Um, Would that be, like, a kind of, like, a setback as well? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's but it's... Because it is to do with, you know, it is to do with respect. Like, you know, I've been playing the game a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want, I want people to, you know, respect what I'm doing, but... At the same time, it's like I'm starting to care about that less and less. Yeah, and I, I think, think I think that at least when I fir- when I first started mm-hmm. and when I first started doing really well, that made that mattered a lot more to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I've, I sort of felt like I was a lot sort of mm-hmm. fierier, and I really wanted to kind of you know protect my protect myself, protect my position as a good you know good player. A good quotation player, yeah. quotation yeah. marks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so uh, I'd say that, like, mm-hmm. one oh. thing I would say, Neil, is that you don't ever take it out on anyone else. You know, like you only ever flame yourself. It's like, uh. <laughs> okay, all right. As far as I've seen, I've never seen you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think when I was when I like I said when I was younger, I used to be a lot fiery. Now, now I'm just yeah. It's like oh, I used to I, remember those. You know, those holes in the wall that you'd punch. I didn't even punch. <laughs> I never punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a lie. Um, but you know, um, Ooh, that this... might have been. That might have been. Um, I hope he's not listening now. But that might have been the other uh, Dylan. Remember Dylan? Yes. Oh my goodness, that guy had Tourette's, man. Boy, yeah. Like Dion, bad boy Dion was pretty bad too. Yeah. There yeah. were a lot of, but that was that was kind of the culture of it. There were a lot of there were a lot of people that would just pop off, and, you know, the the Korean guys were always super cool. You know, they're always super chill, especially were... BG. BG was always, and he still is. I yeah. mean, that's why I respect BG. He's so probably much. like one of the nicest guys that I've ever met. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. In the Tekken community. Yeah. He's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, you won't have yeah any other guys like BG. Any. Anyway, um, let's let's move on. Um, yeah. So, was there any kind of like sort of funny moments that you guys have experienced? Uh, you know, at Bam at Boy. the event when when I got into the cage and. And this was like for the team tournament. Sorry, I got into the oh, cage. The New Zealand one is it? The New Zealand team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And we were, and I was playing first up for some reason. And I was, and I'd just been outside with Tasty Steve, and I was just like, I got in there, and I had no idea who we were playing against. Mm-hmm. And and those guys were like, oh yeah, yeah, go on, go on, you you gotta go play. And then I looked over, and their whole team came in, and so it was just me staring down all these dudes, and I was like, oh shit, who are these guys? And I was like, guys, guys, <laughs> come help, come help. <laughs> I was like free, freaking out. I was super nervous and super, super fucking thirsty too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Just so dry thanks, mouth. And food, yeah, food, mouth. Fergus helped me out with a yeah. bottle of water, which I desperately needed. Oh, water's always good, man. You but, gotta drink your water in the tournament. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. There was this time when um, there, was a, there wasn't a lot of water. Yeah. At the venue. Oh, that sucks, man. That was kind of tough, but it was like there was like a vending machine, and then you had to walk about five minutes all the way down the back. But um, or like the and and oh, and actually that was out of order, so you had to go <laughs> even f- even further. It was oh, like, it was like this, this huge hilarious mission to 
yeah, yeah. Go, to go get water. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but anyway, I in that te- in the team tournament, I ended up beating this whole team, and then it turned out that they were like the nicest, the nicest bunch of dudes. But I think like everyone, everyone was like popping off, and they were, everyone was like, but I was so I felt so kind of nervous and just like, oh man, I'm playing like shit, uh, you know, the whole time. But um, but yeah, so five of the team. So that was kind of that was kind of the the funny moment for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I played super solidly or yeah. anything, but it's just it was funny. I think it was the, funny. The team tournament in general was really hilarious. You know, yeah. like I felt like when when I finally got up to play as well, I kind of didn't. I just wanted to not screw around, but you know, everyone was sort of hype and enjoying the show, and it was like an exhibition match. It wasn't serious, so my. My whole thing was that I just wanted to just do kind of random shit and see what would happen, you know? Did you see the stream of it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, pretty sweet. funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. They had commentators, you know, they had the commentators over the PA, and yeah. it's like, it was good. It was it was hype. Yeah. It was hype. It was yeah. a lot of fun. So, is there any yeah. other moments like, um, oh, you guys had an after party, right? Did you guys end up going there? Yeah, both of I think yeah. we, we were the only we were the New Zealand reps at the after party. Oh, so what? No Jamie, no Jambo, no Chris. Yeah, uh, I think those guys had an early flight the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, well, it, it's sad because they never they never go to these drink ups. Like the only time oh, that I've they? seen like um, you know Jamie at a drink up was was at war. That was the only time that he came. Well, hope, hopefully he comes more. Yeah, because that's I. Uh, we need to get that guy drunk, man. Uh, <laughs> Jason would be so funny, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon that um, some of the best, the best times I had were at the you know at the after party. Yeah, so just playing, Tell us playing about games that. and you know it's just kind of just meeting people, having drinks. Yep. You know, I bet just a, a bunch of completely random people that weren't Tekken players. Mm-hmm. You know, this this Smash guy that was like wanted to be one of the presidents of Couch Warriors or yep. something. Didn't even know his name, but he, you know, he's a he's a nice dude, and he yeah. was like, "Hey, man, you know, everyone was just super friendly." Mm-hmm. You know, we met this girl who was just starting playing in uh, from Adelaide, I think, played on a hitbox and was like, kind of just getting into it, didn't enter or anything. And then um, who else played a set against Kolonov and got like absolutely bodied? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kolonov's a beast. Yeah, but, that yeah, guy's think, pretty good. I think all of the. All of the time, I, I always have a good time at those events, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't, yeah. you know. You Did don't. any of the pro players get smashed? Oh yeah, I can't remember whether we talked about this on live or not. No, no, it wasn't. This was, oh, this was uh, the unfortunate mishap. Oh, yeah. 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 Ah, aha, aha. Oh yeah, so, so Saint, so Saint got basically, like, peer pressured by a crowd of about, 150 people so oh pretty, no I don't know it was pretty packed in there yeah yeah um to chug to chug a pitcher of beer basically a you know a jug yeah a full jug like yeah wow like, okay like sort of three three glasses three pints <laughs> three glasses worth <laughs> and oh, and it no. looked like a, it looked like a dark beer it looked like a dark bitter yeah. beer too cause uh did he end up taking the whole thing not at once oh okay not at once I mean he went you know he took him him three or four goes, but you he think was, that you he think was not that, like, I mean, I mean, no, he, I'm pretty sure that he would be pretty gone. I mean, don't can't really picture him as a drinker, really. Oh no, I think I mean I think that you know those guys are looks those guys seem seem to socialize really well. They're all they're all drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're all just having a good time. Yeah, I and mean, that's what was cool. It's just like 
everyone was pretty relaxed and you know everyone was just playing some games talking some shit and you know getting drink, drunk drinking a few beers mm-hmm. um but, but yeah I, didn't, I think Saint I think Saint went home after that I, I don't think he <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't I see him after that I don't think he did so good oh no so he chunked the beer yeah yeah the, and the whole, that face the whole right? the whole crowd was like the whole crowd was going joke 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 and it was Oh, the poor guy. Yeah. I had, I gave him a, I gave him a glass of water like straight afterwards. I was like, oh man, I gotta get that guy a glass of water. And that was all, that was all I did. That was the only thing I had to do with Saint all all weekend. But I think he appreciated it. Jeez, <laughs> right at man. right at that moment, the peer pressure was real. Was Laurie there? Oh yeah, Laurie was there. Man, I haven't seen that guy in so long. Oh, How's that guy doing? He's doing good. He's working as a chef at the convention, nice. at the convention center at the a different part of the venue. Yeah. I I really like to stick. It's so funny looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. one with, like, him with the tie and the, <laughs> the New Zealand flag behind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. No, he's he's doing good. And, you know, he's... He, like... It was really cool. It was really cool knowing him. Or, not, you know, knowing somebody that kind of... Is, is, is like, kind of connected within the community. Mm-hmm. It's like I was saying before with, with uh, Gunmo. Mm-hmm. You know, just having a liaison that can introduce you around and you know show you the show you the cool stuff and talk to you about the lo- you know what's what's good locally. Mm-hmm. Having somebody like that for for international players to come, you know, that's kind of that's kind of essential. I think mm-hmm. you know that's that's yeah. gonna make sure they have a good time and, and that. So yeah. so so Laurie was like that a little bit for like me. A guide with, really. With you know, with Melbourne and just mm-hmm. meeting people, telling you know, telling me about who's good and who's you know, giving me the the lore of the Melbourne scene a little bit. Laurie and and actually, what does other... he go by now? What Timmy Flaps? Is Timmy Flaps. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck, who knows? <laughs> that sounds so vulgar, man. Just hearing it, Timmy Flaps. It's so him. It's so him. I know. It's so I know. Awesome. It's funny. But uh, yeah, Laurie and actually, um, Gunmo and then this dude, Brown Man, Yuvin. Like, you know, all really good, really good hosts. Yeah. You know, um, Laurie, Laurie, Naveed, and, and, and Brownman and Yuvin mm-hmm. are all really good mates and play, play like pretty regularly offline. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, I got to just kind of chat with those guys. Mm. Me and, me and, uh, and, uh, Yuvin caught the same train home every night. So it's like, you know, we just sort of talk shit on the train about. Mm-hmm. Tekken and the scene and esports and whatever you know. Yeah, it's good. It was a good time. Mm. It seems like you guys really had a good time at BAM, and I definitely want to hear the yeah, yeah. I definitely want to hear the story with the Salt Factory boys. No, oh, yeah, and that's coming up next. Yeah, well, they had yeah. you know they they would have had a they would have had a different experience. You know, Cornwallis and I, Fergus and I hung out a lot together. On that that weekend, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were, we were kind of hanging out a lot together. We played a lot of casuals and kind of we were the we were the only reps at the after party. Mm, mm. So. Yeah, it seems like everybody had fun. Everybody let their hair down and just went yeah, nuts. To- yeah, totally. And the the cool thing the cool thing was just like we all got behind each other. I think you know it's like I yeah. I sort of made sure I was there watching if any of the Kiwi players were playing. Mm-hmm. You know. Apart from apart from missing Jamie's Street Fighter matches, mm-hmm. which I was kind of bummed about, but, yeah. but you know, it's, it's, as far as Tekken's concerned, it was mm-hmm. like 
I had to be, you know, I had to get in there and watch anyone who was playing and just give, you know, give you, give, give, them, give, your give, full give them, give them, a, give yeah. them my energy, you know. But you you yeah, did yeah. say that, you guys did say that um, every time when there's like a New Zealander on the stream or something, you'd be in the front row just cheering and screaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like what I said before yeah. that um, when I was playing Fortnite on the Monday evening, um, um, Jamie came on mm. uh, on Discord. He just like let himself into the voice chat mm. and he goes he's like hey i'm back let's play <laughs> and um but his voice was a lot more croaky and i'm like dude are you all right are you catching a cold and he's just like no nah, man i've just been screaming on the top of my lungs the whole weekend yeah <laughs> and then i think the next day his voice went back to normal so it was a good crowd mm. i mean yeah. the crowd the crowd was real high crowd was real crazy. high and yeah, like, yeah. especially with those monkey sounds that you guys were talking about before oh, so yeah. yeah i mean um so but my last question to you guys is, um, you know, after experiencing, um, you know, something like a big event like that in Australia, yeah. and so you can only imagine, like, what it would be like at Evo yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. Mm. Um, so is there anything that, you th that you'd like to sort of bring back, um, you know, to New Zealand and implement that in our tournaments? What, are you, what would that be? More skills. More skills. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, um, uh, yeah, I kind of, you know, I was, I, I was keen to go over there and just play some high-level matches against people I've played mm -hmm. before. That's that's personally, but I mean, in terms of, um, in terms of the actual event, you know, I reckon our events are really awesome. I don't think we quite get the same level of support that those guys do yet but mm. you know i definitely what, want the, I, th I think yeah. that i think that we've had awesome events in the past for me like just from hearing your mm. story i just want the hype to come like you know just, just <laughs> the screaming the yelling the the raw the sheer like noise yeah that they make yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that would be super <laughs> awesome and i hope that it's going to be like that in southern cross-up because i did hear that there was a few aussie guys that are looking to come around to new zealand for for that event Mm. which would be pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. Too. i think it should happen like we we went over there they should come over here yeah exactly should be the way it is yeah but i think it's always easier to get a bit more hype when you've got just genuinely more people you know yeah. like there, there were big crowds there big groups of people and when it's when it's just like sort of you know a handful of you watching and stuff it's kind of hard to <laughs> you can't you can't Make force noise, hype, you yeah know? yeah you gotta it's gotta come naturally and i think the, the tournaments we have are definitely like really some really hype matches but mm -hmm. um they just we just need to have more people coming along more people yep. supporting the scene so yeah so yeah. i would assume that um you know just from the experience that you two have have experienced in melbourne uh there will be a next time yeah yeah i think so i'm, I'm considering ohn yeah. um later in this year mm -hmm. and i'd probably consider maybe evo next year Mm -hmm. but you know it definitely made me want to travel a bit more and go to some more international tournaments because i hadn't even been playing that much tech in this year at all i'd kind of taken a bit of a break mm -hmm. um but it was it was cool to have you know a reason to to get back into the game sort of mm -hmm. force myself to start trying to play again because yeah. otherwise it's just if you're just sitting online you know like just sort of stagnating playing ranked it's not it's not that motivating but mm -hmm. you know having a goal at the end is, is something that can really change the way you look at the game and you look at your own play style and stuff mm-hmm <laughs> what about yourself, Neil? Um, yeah, I'd love to go to Evo next year. Uh, it just kind of it comes down to the timing of things a little bit for me, and just you know, got got other priorities as well. So I can't, you know, I can play I can play as much as I can play, but sometimes going going away, traveling, 
is a little bit tricky just mm-hmm. for just for the timing of things and you know just it just depends yeah yeah but I think I I think I've always I've always wanted to go to Evo and so I definitely think that that's going to happen I don't, I don't think I can make it this year I've got to you know save a bit more money mm. first but. for me I won't be able to make it this year either because I'm going to be a dad so <laughs> oh congratulations so thank congratulations. you thank you I mean yeah Far she's uh, wife's just about she's, she's almost going to be dropping any moment now so is that right yeah, oh, wow. so That's it's awesome, actually, man. yeah, it feels so weird because, you know, back then we played Tekken 5 together mm. and, you know, we were little shits back then, but now, like, you know, we're starting I... to do, like, more adult things, making more adult decisions. Yeah. It's weird, man. But, uh, yeah, hopefully hey, next year when the well, when, um, when the daughter grows up a little bit. Is it a daughter? Yeah, it's a girl. Oh, yeah, cool, she's gonna, yeah. It's awesome. It's gonna be different. But yeah, anyway, guys, um, thank you so much for for coming on to the uh, to the podcast. I know that this is a returning uh, moment for you, Fergus. But thanks for taking the time to debut and yeah. uh, you know yeah, and talking about you know Bam and things like that. Now, before we go, guys, uh, is there anything that you want to mention? Um, you know, on you know on the podcast before before we head off. I'd I'd like to plug uh, Crash Gunner Capital next month. Go so on. It's in- 22nd, 23rd of June in Wellington. It's um, the second time the tournament's been run, mm-hmm. um, and it should be really hype. I know we've got a bunch of people signed up so far, but if you're considering it, um, definitely come down. Well, uh, the Wellington crew will be very hospitable, I'm sure. Um, and and check it out and, and support the scene, you know, because I, to be honest, I'm guilty of, of not supporting this team that much this year, not as much as I should have been, but I'm mm-hmm. going to be attending pretty much every event from now on to the end of the year. So, you know, come nice. on down. It'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm really keen. Yeah. Anything you want to say, Neil? Um. <laughs> let me think. Nah. It's like the iMash is coming back. <laughs> no. No, I, I, um, I, I guess, I really enjoyed it. I kind of thought that. Got you know, I was playing a lot of Tekken, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I've just. I'll go see how I do on this tournament, and I thought it was going to be, um, you know, one of the last ones before I sort of would retire or would just kind of take like take a little step back. Mm-hmm. But in fact, the opposites happened. You know, I'm just you know more enthusiastic about dying and straight you know, into just, it. Mm-hmm. I've kind of it, it's brought back my love for the for the game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of just getting outside of the online environment outside of just like lag and trash talking and that's the, you know just all, all the stuff that's that's bad about it mm-hmm. you know it was, has actually been like amazingly refreshing and just makes me tournaments are always like more. that they do that to you they do that to you because Especially you, know, you get to meet one. so many people that have the same interest as you mm. and um, yeah it's, it's just a surreal moment really mm. it feels really really good yeah. Mm. yeah yeah so I mean that that was kind of the thing mm. I I started I went into it thinking oh you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play and then when I'm done I'm probably not gonna play as much I'm gonna mm. just you know quietly quietly fade fade off and just kind of play a bit more casually mm-hmm. but, but, but now that, but now it's like I'm just you know did it, I enjoy, did you feel I enjoy that, playing it even more did, it, did you feel that kind of ignited a spark totally like, yeah totally yeah. I mean I don't uh, like I wouldn't say that I've leveled up or anything majorly. It's like mm-hmm. I still kind of just. But the passion, like you, know, but yeah, you felt yeah, that yeah. There was I, just, something I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing 
I enjoyed watching those those matches live. You know, it's like when I, I'm going to be honest. It's like when I've watched another JDCR Saint final on you know at a tournament. It's like oh yep, you know I'll watch I'll watch a match or two, but I won't always stick around for the whole thing. But watching it live or watching that style of play mm-hmm. and just you know seeing seeing the dudes' faces like you had to be when, there when they walk up mm. and when they come off and you know during the game. That's you know you can't you can't get that just from watching a stream, and you know and the whole thing with the with the pools like you just you miss so much you know mm. so anyway it, it was it was good it was good I really enjoyed it yeah I'm probably gonna go home and play some chicken now <laughs> <laughs> well anyways guys yeah thank you so much for for that and thank you for everyone for tuning in uh, it's gonna be good uh, next episode we will be having the Salt Factory Boys so that mm. consists of Jambo Jamie or Zazob uh, Chris. Tinkos and Camzace. Shout out. Really good. Yep, shout outs for that. So be, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely look forward to that. And yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks, guys.